When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Reflecting on this, I decided to follow her advice, and I noticed profound changes in my own dogs. Enhanced energy, healthier skin, and an overall younger demeanor. It's truly heartwarming to see them so vibrant and full of life. Go to badlandsfood.com hometown and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash hometown. The first battle of the Civil War was the Battle of Fort Sumter off the coast of South Carolina in early April 1861. A week later, something like a battle erupted in the streets of Baltimore during the Pratt Street Riots, when Union soldiers faced off with a gang of Southern sympathizers during their march through the city. Four Union soldiers and 12 citizens were killed in the shooting. The next clash was a gory three-man skirmish in a staircase in a Virginian hotel, the Marshall Inn, one month later in May. One of the combatants was a close personal friend of Abraham Lincoln, Colonel Elmer Ellsworth, who believed he was doing the president a personal favor by removing a Confederate flag from the top of the building. He was killed by a double-barreled shotgun blast to the center of his chest at a distance of a few inches. He died almost instantly. The man wielding the shotgun, the owner of the Marshall Inn, the secessionist James W. Jackson, was himself then shot in the face at equally close range before being bayoneted repeatedly in the smoky aftermath of the first two shots with such force that his body was propelled to the bottom of a flight of stairs. The lone survivor, Private Francis Brownell, had ducked a shot from Jackson before killing him and knocking him to the landing below. If historians were to formally name this high-casualty encounter, where two-thirds of all participants died, they might call it the Battle of Marshall's Landing, or the slaughter at the staircase. As it is, it's a footnote in history, forgotten by all but the buffest of Civil War buffs. Of course, to qualify as a true battle, you need more than just three combatants. But there's a real sense in which this event is symbolic, of the war itself. The South won early, 
the North won late and at great cost, due largely to its superior manpower and industry. Even the lowering of the Confederate flag represents the ultimate conclusion of the war, the surrender of Richmond and the removal of that banner from all government buildings. Two months after the slaughter at the staircase, the Battle of Bull Run would claim the lives of more than a thousand Americans. And over the next four years, a million more would die before the fighting ended. But in May of 1861, the only official casualty in the war had been the accidental death of a Union soldier standing too close to a cannon that fired prematurely during a 100-gun salute. Following the surrender of Fort Sumter to Confederate forces, the Battle of Fort Sumter itself had been bloodless. As high as tensions were, American-on-American killing in the War of Secession was still more of an impossible nightmare than a real-world concern. Most Americans still expected a short and relatively harmless war. Remember when the first Battle of Bull Run began two months later in July? Throngs of spectators gathered around the edge of the battlefield, almost as if it were a sporting arena. Many of those in attendance actually brought picnic baskets to watch the drama unfold. Dozens of members of Congress attended, and of course, food vendors were there to make a buck off those who hadn't brought enough to eat or drink. Any official violence in the name of the Union, or in the name of secession, was a jarring reversal of popular expectations. So when Jackson killed Ellsworth, and Brownell killed Jackson, in an anonymous staircase in Alexandria, the nation took notice. Ellsworth was a Union officer who had worked for Abraham Lincoln in Springfield before following him to Washington. When Lincoln put out a call for volunteer troops following the surrender of Fort Sumter, Ellsworth did him one better. He formed an entire regiment of 1,100 soldiers, called the First Fire Zouaves, or the Ellsworth Zouaves, and known formally as the 11th New York Volunteer Infantry. With their flashy, French-inspired uniforms and elaborate drilling exhibitions, the Zouaves became a national sensation, and Ellsworth was soon a minor celebrity, having gathered and drilled his regiment, largely consisting of volunteer firemen, into shape. He brought them to Washington to meet his old friend Lincoln. But on his way into town, the colonel spotted a Confederate flag atop the Marshall Inn in nearby Alexandria. When he learned this flag was visible with field glasses from nearby Washington, D.C., and that Lincoln and his cabinet had been tracking it from a distance, he insisted on taking it down. So, Ellsworth crossed back over the Potomac into Virginia with seven of his men to take matters into his own hands. It was like a miniature seven-man invasion with a very specific, very small objective. What Ellsworth did not know is that the owner of the inn had already declared the flag would be removed only over his dead body. As it happens, a news correspondent happened to be staying at the hotel and gave a eyewitness account of the scene as it unfolded. This appeared in the June 8, 1861 issue of Harper's Weekly, an American political magazine based in New York City. The article describes the small troop of Union soldiers reaching the roof and Ellsworth personally removing the flag from its position atop the Marshall Inn, then turning back immediately to leave. I'll let the eyewitness, Mr. House, take it from here. We at once turned to descend, Private Brownell leading the way and Colonel Ellsworth immediately following him with the flag. 
As Brownell reached the first landing place after a descent of a dozen steps, a man jumped out of a dark passage and, hardly noticing the private, leveled a double-barrel gun squared at the colonel's breast. Brownell made a quick pass to turn the weapon aside, but the fellow's hand was firm, and he discharged one barrel straight to its aim. The slugs or buckshot, whichever it was loaded, entering the colonel's heart and killing him in an instant. I think my hand was resting on poor Ellsworth's shoulder at the moment. At any rate, he seemed to fall almost from my grasp. He was on the second or third step from the landing, and he dropped forward with a heavy, horrible, headlong weight, which almost comes of sudden death inflicted in this manner. His assailant had turned like a flash to give the contents of the other barrel to Brownell, but he could not command his aim or the Jouave was too quick for him, for the slugs went over his head and passed through a nearby door, which sheltered some sleeping lodgers. Simultaneously with the second shot and sounding like the echo of the first, Browning's rifle was heard, and the assassin staggered backward. He was hit exactly in the middle of the face, and the wound, as I afterwards saw it, was the most frightful thing I ever witnessed. Of course, in the smoke, Browning did not know how fatal his shot had been, so, before the man dropped, he thrust his saber bayonet through and through the body, the force of the blow sending the dead man violently down the upper section of the second flight of stairs, at the foot of which he lay with his face to the floor. Having killed Jackson, Brownell quickly reloaded and shouldered his musket to confront any possible conspirators before realizing Jackson had acted alone. The first thing to be done was to look to our dead friend and leader. He had fallen on his face, and the streams of blood that flowed from his wound had literally flooded the way. The chaplain turned him over gently, and I stooped and called his name aloud, at which I thought then he murmured inarticulately. I presume I was mistaken, and I'm not sure that he spoke a word after being struck. It might have been Brownell or the chaplain who was close behind him. Windsor and I lifted the body with all the care we could apply and laid it upon a bed in a room nearby. The rebel flag, stained with his blood and purified by this contact from the baseness of its former meaning, we laid about his feet. It was at first difficult to discover the precise location of his wound, for all parts of his coat were equally saturated with blood. By cautiously loosening his belt and unbuttoning his coat, we found where the shot had penetrated and saw that all hope must be resigned. Ellsworth's personal fame made his death national news and he was immediately memorialized as a martyr to the Union cause. The stairway where he died became a kind of shrine for tourists, who carried away pieces of it for souvenirs. Remember Ellsworth was a northern battle cry for the early months of the war, and towns in Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, and Kansas were named for him, as well as Fort Ellsworth in Washington, D.C. Poems and songs were written, one of which appeared in the same Harper's Weekly article. It's titled, A Battle Hymn for Ellsworth Zouaves. Who is this ye say is slain, whose voice answers not again? Ellsworth, shall we call in vain on thy name today? No, for every vale and hill, one response all hearts shall thrill. Ellsworth's fame is with us still, ne'er to pass away. Bring that rebel banner low, hoisted by a treacherous foe. T'was for that they dealt the blow, laid him in the dust. Raise aloft that all may see his loved flag of liberty, 
forward then to victory, or perish if we must. Hark to what Columbia saith, mourn not for his early death. With each patriot's dying breath, strength renewed is given. To the cause of truth and right, to the land for which they fight, after darkness cometh light, such the law of heaven. So we name him not in vain, though he comes not back again. For his country he was slain, Ellsworth's blood shall rise. To our gracious Savior King, tis a holy gift we bring, such a sacred offering God will not despise. Of course, Abraham Lincoln was deeply wounded by the death of his friend and called him, quote, the greatest little man I ever met. Ellsworth was five foot six, Lincoln six foot four. I'll leave you with a brief selection from another popular tribute to Lincoln's little friend called Brave Men, Behold Your Fallen Chief. The audio quality isn't great and the singing is not professional. It's more the style you'd have heard in northern pubs and inns in the weeks leading up to the first battle of Bull Run. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.